guys, you know what I mean? So, all right, Acts chapter 9 is where we are. As soon as you get to Acts chapter 9, would you do me a favor? Would you stand up with me? I told you just a bit ago that it was good in having Pastor Vinny come and, and teach us. And, and the last time he was here, as I was sitting here, I was reminded that we used to all stand and read God's word over us. And it's not because of any formal, uh, just any kind of formality. It's because we, we stand up just because this is God's word. We want to recognize it's not my words. It's not your words. It's not this message, but it's God's word that changes our life. It's God's word that has authority in our life. And so I want to read a small portion of this chapter. And if you would, you can read along with me. Acts chapter 9, I'm going to start in verse 13. It says this, But Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much evil he has done to your saints at Jerusalem. And here he has authority from chief priests to bind all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, He is a chosen instrument of mine to carry my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name. So Ananias departed and entered the house, and laying his hands on him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road by which you came, has sent me to you, that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately something like scales fell from his eyes, and he regained his sight. And then he rose, and he was baptized, and taking food, he was strengthened. For some days he was with the disciples at Damascus, and immediately he proclaimed Jesus in the synagogues, saying, He is the Son of God. And all who heard him were amazed and said, Is not this the man who made havoc in Jerusalem of those who called upon this name? And has he not come here for this purpose, to bring them bound before the chief priests? Generations Church, this is the word of the Lord. Will you pray with me again? God, this is your word. And as we look through this whole chapter, uh, or most of this chapter, I pray that you would speak this over us. May the history of the transformation of a man named Saul, may that enter into our lives. May the, may the faithfulness of Ananias, a disciple, may that impact us and call us and, and drive us to something, Lord. And may your message, your gospel, may that transform us into people who love others. And may the Holy Spirit empower us to go and to be the witnesses you have called us to be, for that is the mission you have called every one of us to be a part of. Jesus, this is all about you. It's to make your name famous, not ours. And so it's in your name we pray. Amen. You guys can have a seat. If you have the app, you know all these notes today are on the app. It has a Bible in there in the app. You can have that. If you don't have our app, go to the app store. Hopefully you have an Apple device because that's what all the people love Jesus have. But Android has the app too. Just throwing that out there. All right. And go to search out generations. You'll find it. But as a starting point, here's the main idea for today. The church is to be the witness for Jesus so others might know him. Right? We're in a series about what the church is. That the church is to be the witness to others. Is it to be the witness for Jesus to others so they might come to know him? Like, that's our job. Right? We've talked about how the, Jesus, that, that the church is built on the living Jesus, the resurrection of Jesus. Watch as we work through this message today what the gospel proclamation is. We've talked about the church being empowered by the spirit of Jesus, that we are empowered to do the ministry he's called us to. We've talked about this needs to be a place of healing and transformation. That fits in line with the ministries that we're talking about and the things that we do and the stories that we all have. And today we're just saying, listen, the church exists to be the witnesses of Jesus 
to a lost and dying world that they might come to know him. That's our job. Every one of us, not just some, but every one of us are called to be a part of that mission. So we're going to start at the beginning of Acts chapter 9, starting in verse 1. It says this, But Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest. And so here's where we're starting. Obviously mid-story, mid-book, about a, almost a third of the way into the book, and we're talking about a man named Saul. So if you've been here, especially over the last couple weeks, here's what we know about Saul. Saul is a religious zealot. He is a Jewish, zealous, religious leader. He is passionate about his faith to an extent most aren't. And what he has done as a Jew, he has, he has become the man who is going and persecuting Christians, think, thinking that they are destroying his Jewish faith. And so he was there at the execution, the murder of Stephen, a young leader in the first century church. And it says that he gave approval and that people laid their, their coats at his feet. Like he's a leader. He's in charge of this. He is a powerful Jewish man. And he is so zealous for what he believes that he is literally willing to beat, imprison, and kill people for their faith, or for his faith, for the defense of his faith. Now, we have a context for that, right? There is modern-day terrorism where people are literally killing people for their faith. And, and listen, you look back through the last 2,000 years. Christianity's gone through it. Islam has gone through it. Like, you would see throughout the world 